You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello everyone, it's Mark here from the Essential Apple Podcast, although I'm not really on the podcast that much these days. I tend to try to fit it in in between my new online ventures that I'm trying to do. Uh, this is a, a solo show, as you might gather by now. The reason is that Simon has got a few things going on in the world, and also we're going to be taking a bit of a summer break. Now, this isn't something that we've done before, but we thought, well, why not? Other people do. And plus, it gets exhausting going through the news to be hitting a feedback loop of, I think it was Forbes the other day, who said, Apple to release the worst iPhone ever, ever, ever. And then to be followed up with, Apple to be release a stunning new, brilliant iPhone. And you just think, oh, you know, what one is it? Oh, I, it, it annoys me. And I know I shouldn't get annoyed because I've got high blood pressure as it is. And I know, I'm going to keep banging on about this, I know it's a real-world split A-B testing to see who gets all the click-through rates and all that sort of stuff. But, oh, God, I just need a break from it. It's, oh, we've reached that point where there's nothing to talk about. So, well, we've got that summer period, and then we're going to ramp up to all the iPhone rumours, which I, I think they're going to be interesting this year. I don't know, I think the new iPhone could be something special, although I am very, very tempted to jib in my iPhone X and go with the XR, if only for the camera, and a lot of what I'm doing now business-wise does rely on the camera. So as there is a lack of news, well, anything that really sort of stimulates me, to be honest, and bearing in mind I really have been out of the Apple ecosphere for, well, I think since Dub Dub, and I even tuned out through half of that, to be honest, so what can I pick off the top of my head? There's a new icon on my Apple TV that says Apple Games, which I'm looking forward to. And I've sort of realised now that I don't have any enjoyable downtime. So I'm actually really looking forward to getting a PS4 controller and then doing a bit of live streaming. Well, that reminds me, I know we have teased in the past, I do a bit of YouTube stuff. I'm working on two videos now. As always, I'm going to release them to Patreon first. Thank you to all of our awesome, awesome Patreon subscribers. It really does help pay the server bills because they just keep going up. Uh, although we're very lucky. We're very lucky that we've been out. We use Pinecast for our podcast hosting. And that's, uh, that seems to be very good value for money. Now, what else? Ah, yes, this is an interesting one. So the, the other day I was browsing on my phone and I don't do betas. Well, I used to. And then it was Mojave and I think it was public beta 2 where it turned my machine into molasses and I thought, I'm going to wait a bit. But the other day I was, oh, no, what was it? That's right. I was browsing a website. Um, I won't give away the, the website name, but... It came up with this error message. I thought, well, I've not seen this before. And maybe this is something new. And I did check with Simon. It just said, allow Facebook.com to use cookies and data whilst browsing. 
site that that's not an adult site by the way i'm just trying to be clever and not give it away this will allow facebook.com to track your activity two options don't allow i didn't even read the second one which was allowed but man alive did i hit uh did i hit that don't allow button because it's it just gets even more creepier uh, the reason I know this, I was on Wish.com just the other day, and I'm in, I'm a bit of a fan of solar panels at the moment for my projects that I'm working on, and so I thought, ah, right, okay, let's have a look at solar panel kits. And oh, hang on, I think I know where I may have got stung now. Yes, no, sorry, I apologise. False story alert. False story alert. It wasn't Wish.com. I clicked on a bloody solar panel in Amazon and of course that was it then. It keeps popping up in my Instagram feed because, yeah, those are the adverts that I want to see on Instagram. That along with those bloody stupid adverts for those white photographic boxes that you can buy for like 30 quid from them. Don't buy them from people on Instagram. Go to wish.com, do what I did, and get one for a fiver. In fact, I might even try to take a picture of it and put it into the show art. Now, this leads me, nicely segued on, to, I think we... And let me just go and double-check. Just had to take a quick break there to go and find something online. We have a Flickr group. This has been set up by Mac Jim, and it's just a way to go and show a few photos to the group. So far, we've got quite a few entries actually. In fact, I might even have a go at this myself. It's not about you know taking the best picture or well, see, well, no, that'll get me into trouble with the photograph type. You just I sometimes I think you can have a bad picture, but as long as it tells a story, but that's a debate I am backing the hell away from. I'm not getting into that one. So if you're interested, head over to Flickr.com and search for essential underscore Apple or the full URL is Flickr.com slash groups slash essential underscore Apple. And I think you have to have the word pool on the end. I don't know. God, I'm old. I don't understand half this stuff. And also, whilst I'm just listening back to the audio, I can hear it's a little bit hissy. Um, if you're not hearing it, that means Simon's done a blinking good job in the post-processing, so we don't have to worry about the uh, the hissing in the background, which is odd because I'm wired up and I'm using my Thunderbolt connector, so not quite sure what all that's about. Coming back to my whole privacy tin hat thing, I'm going to be trying the Brave Browser for the next week, or at least I would be, because I keep promising I'm going to do the week on the iPad. Yeah, um, no, I'm not going to rant too much about my iPad woes, although I could get a laptop which would do a lot more, probably a lot easier, and where are all the pro apps, Apple? Luma Fusion is not a pro app. No, I can't. So anyway, this this browse brave browser. Let's try that again. Oh, damn, I'm going to need a pop filter on this. Why use a browser that treats you like one? Enjoy private, secure, and fast browsing with Brave. So I'm going to give that a go. See what it does. Now this is interesting because I saw it come up on CNN within Apple News, which makes me tin fat tin hat conspiracy theorist. That worries me. Because why would a media site that thrives on trying to get as much 
much information at you as possible for their statistics and their marketing and their data mining, write an article about a private browser. Yeah, that just rings my alarm bells a bit, but I'm going to give it a go and see what it's like. To be honest, I use Safari most days of the week. The only time I don't is when I'm trying to go into the back end of Shopify and it hates Safari. It really, really does. And also uh, when I dabble uh, somewhat poorly in the world of web design with uh, the Divi plugin, divi.com. So we'll, we'll give this a shot and we'll see how it goes and I'll report back. I may even just do it as a small patron-only episode. Let's have a look at the news. Oh, this is a good one. Apple is looking to snap up exclusive rights to some of your favourite podcasts. Fair enough, Apple. Send me the monies. Really? Oh, I'm, I'm on the fence about this one because I know that Spotify and some other company that I can't remember, which I really should have done my research, have gone down the same route by locking in content creators to their platform. Oh, I get it to a certain point, but you kind of want things to be open. So I'm sort of saying this through strained teeth that, yes, it's kind of good that, you know, the big trusted podcasts out there or the the ones with the big shows are getting a financial recompense and we don't have to listen to these stupid dynamically inserted adverts. And what makes it worse? This is really grinding my gears at the moment. Have you noticed that places like the BBC want you to download their app so you can listen to their podcast on their app? And you know they're not saying the word podcast. It's audio episode. Anything to not use the word podcast. And that winds me up because you know that, yes, download the app so we can scrape all the statistics from you. I understand there is a business mind behind this. I understand there is a need to monetize and stuff like that. But even things like, oh, who is it? Uh, the Capital Group. You have to download the, uh, was it the Capital Player or the Radio X Player? And I love a bit of Radio X. It's uh, fresh bass guitar rhythm rock music, which is right, right up my street. Even though they don't play enough Floyd or status quo, but that's by the by. So now I've gone through the hoops of they're telling me to download an app because they want me to listen to their podcast through the app. But they don't really mention you could still go and search for it. And they make the RSS feed a little bit hard to find, which is even more bloody annoying. So you go through that. You're then using their player, which has adverts in it. And you think, oh, God, just give me a break. OK, fine. This is the way of the world. Can I pay 99p and unlock them and get rid of them? No. Then you're listening to a podcast and right at the most awkward point, it dynamically inserts an ad. And it's it's not even done nicely because there is no decent way to do it. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad. And maybe they do this that you could encode a, a silence or out-of-frequency audio signal that would then be processed by the big machine learning thing in the world that would then go, aha, the presenters have left a gap for me here to start an advert. Let me do that now so it doesn't sound bloody awkward. The thing with Apple is that it then makes you wonder, 
How far down the paid services route we're going to go with this? Will these premium podcasts just be part of Apple Music or some other subscription thing that Uncle Tim seems to be ravishing over at the moment? And again, I know it's not for free, but you're just starting to feel right now, or at least I am, that Apple's getting cheap. You know, it's when, and I'll sort of sum up in a way in my world, like Steve Jobs understood the value of stickers because you might not use them, but you go, wow, look at that. Something different, something nice, something funky. The, uh, was it liquid metal um, sim eject eject thingy? Probably completely pointless, probably not recyclable, but you remember it, and now you remember how cheap Apple are by just sticking in, which is technically a paperclip. Now, maybe, maybe it's because they closed down their liquid metal plant, but it just seems a little, little bit too sort of, I don't know, for me, there's just a bit of a feeling of too much bean countering going on. And I don't know, it, when you see Tim up on the stage as well, it's sort of, he's almost one of the only people that read from the auto queue, and that just winds me up even more. I'm sounding really grumpy today, aren't I? I promise you, I'm absolutely fine. It's just, oh, this is what happens when you get sucked back into, um, back into the world of things. Next up, Apple, Siri OS in 2020. Oh, God, no, no. From Mangrove Capital Partners, welcoming voice the next generation of disruptors. I, I, oh, no, Simon, why did you even send me this article? Siri OS? Really? Really? This is like, you know what this reminds me of? is when the word, sorry, when the letter I got put behind almost any and every app out there like iDVD, iPlayer oh you can't have that because of the BBC but you know what I mean Uh, oh that reminds me I dear listener defected to the dark side I actually own an Echo Dot because I thought "Mm, I, I need to have a way I can set more than one timer in my life just by shouting at an anonymous object because that's where my life lies now talking to anonymous objects or recording a podcast on a Monday evening in a dark room all by myself. But I'm fine. I promise you, I'm fine. Uh, no, I, I, I got the the Echo Dot, which I am going to do an unboxing video of, um, just because I wanted to experience it, really. And plus, it was dirt cheap. And speaking of dirt cheap as well, I bought the Galaxy, not the Galaxy tablet, the Amazon Fire tablet for, I think it was 30 quid, because that was on offer as well. And I'm thinking, damn, you're buying a tablet for 30 quid. Now, admittedly, I don't have high expectations. And of course, I've been ruined by having the generations of Apple iPads that have been buttery smooth for the last couple of years. But I'm thinking, you know, as a nice small POS system, I don't think I can go too far wrong with it. Especially since I've got myself a dongle now in the unlimited data. Oh, here's a tip for you. Looking to save money on your broadband? Go to... Oh, God, I've got forgotten the website. Anyway, there is a broadband, I'll put a link in the show notes, there is a, a broadband provider that's running under the company of three that are doing, oh, ah, hang on, I've just found it, Smarty. They were doing unlimited data for 
£18.75 per month. Uh, sadly, that offer is no longer on, but I managed to nick a card. Gotta say, it works. I still... Oh, I'm not surprised it works. I mean, come on, it's data. But it's still... I still get worried about this unlimited monkey, and I think it's basically you can download one terabyte of data, and to be fair, uh, I have tried to do that. Uh, the reason why I got this, um, I really have gone off on a tangent, is that one of the people that I look after and do technical support for was basically getting screwed over by BT, and he was on something like £38 a month. And there's always problems with the line and crackling and the service was slow because he lived in the middle of nowhere. We chucked this in, bought a Huawei router, which was basically a flash T-Mobile doohickey. Uh, and he was getting up to 20. And I was thinking, man, I've got to get in on the act and that. So there's a tip for you. Um, you can get unlimited broadband for £25 a month without a contract. So, yeah, uh, we'll have that in the show notes. Well, you know what? I think that'll do us for this show, because you don't want to be listening to me ramble on much more. I mean, even if it does give me a nice nostalgic throwback to the rampant mumblings era. So before I leave you in the hands of John Nemo and his hardware store, I thank you for listening. We will be back in a few weeks. We're just going to have a bit of a break for the summer to let all the madness die down. There is a possibility uh, that I might be able to put out some solo shows on a fortnightly basis. And I'm, I am desperately working to do some more Patreon content and get this blinking projector review done. Here's a, here's a teaser for you. Is a £65 projector going to be any good? Yes, I know. I can already hear the people scorning at me to say, well, duh, what do you think? But hey, hope springs eternal. So with that in mind... Take care of yourselves, everyone. It's been a laugh doing it, uh, doing this episode on my own. I'm going to try and crack out some more, and we will see you soon. Cheerio! This episode of Nemo's Hardware Store here on Essential Apple Podcast is two of the best ideas and best products ever. Brace yourself. The first one is called Ultra Hub. U-L-T-R-A-H-U-B. Ultra Hub. MacBook Pro Multiport HDMI Adapter. $60 in the U.S. We will have the links from the company, which is Juiced Systems. J-U-I-C-E-D-S-Y-S-T-E-M-S. JuicedSystems.com. It's about an inch wide, about four inches long, and about a quarter inch thick. And on one side, as you'll see in all the pictures on the website, are two USB-C Thunderbolt 3 prongs. You plug that into the side-by-side two ports on your beautiful new MacBook Pro. And then on the other side, you've got USB-C power, Thunderbolt 3, two USB 3 blue ports, SD card slot and a micro SD card slot, and drum roll HDMI port on the far end. This is wonderfully versatile. It is lightweight, it's well-constructed, incredible value. Apple should include one of these in every package. Once you've spent all those hundreds of thousands of dollars of pounds and guilders and shekels and drachma and lira, whatever you're spending on your beautiful new MacBook Pro, get one of these Ultra Hubs. You will be delighted that Juiced Systems has come up with this as a solution for travel and for everywhere. It comes in space gray and silver. The silver's a little bit more shiny. Space gray is a little darker. That's the one we have, more of a matte.
base gray color like you would expect. Check this out. Very straightforward, does exactly what you need on your MacBook Pro to extend the range much greater than Apple provides with the seven ports you get on the Ultra Hub MacBook Pro multi-port HDMI adapter, $60 from Juiced Systems. Strongest Nemo hardware store recommendation. And speaking of strong recommendations, here is a beauty. It's called the Jump Smart, all one word, J-U-M-P-S-M-A-R-T, three-in-one portable jump starter. It's a torch or a flashlight, a gigantic, really tent peg pounding in, dragons beating away flashlight torch with four settings, an on-off switch at one end, and you charge it up using any of the two chargers, the AC charger or the 12-volt auxiliary car charger. Then on the back end, you've got a USB output and a 12-volt output. Then you go deeper into the beautiful packaging. I don't normally rave about the packaging in the presentation, but the JumpSmart is so outstanding in the way they design and package and then contain in a beautiful little tote sack with a zippered container that's just gorgeous. Your 12-volt jumper cables that's powered by the power inside the torch flashlight unit, the power bank. You've got your red and black teeth grippers. Here are the grippers. That's on your car battery charger. Very good written instructions for powering up the unit, for charging the unit, for keeping it charged, for watching to see how much charge there is, for dealing with the flashlight or the torch. Extremely detailed instructions for jump-starting your car. Very good information on the website that provided it called The Gromit. That's T-H-E-G-R-O-M-M-E-T, thegromit.com slash jump smart. Three-in-one portable jump starter. Cost in the U.S. is $120, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it in the country of choice where you are listening or driving, because for that little amount of money, you will get a lot of power to charge up your phone and any other USB devices, in addition to always having a flashlight or a torch with you, plus jump-starting your car when necessary. This flashlight torch must be seen and felt to be appreciated. It is massive enough to smash your way out of your car if you get trapped in your car also. This is a beast of a charger and a torch. As the multi-port adapter, the Ultra Hub is diminutive and thin and very versatile in a small way. The Jump Smart in a massive, powerful, and robust way. Check out the websites for both these products and you will have peace of mind in your vehicle and extra enhanced ports on your MacBook Pro. Back next week. You've been listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. And I'd like to say if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, feel free to go over to the website essentialapple.com and you will find links to both Patreon and the Pinecast Tips Jar where you can make a donation towards the costs of the show. Uh, Or even if you're really keen, you could set up a recurring payment. And thank you very, very much to all the people who already do support us. We really do appreciate you very much indeed. This show is, of course, part of the 
mymacpodcastingnetwork, where you can find a variety of other shows like the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, Tech Fan with Tim and David, the Nintendo Club Podcast, the Geekiest Show Ever, the Three Geeky Ladies, uh, Bart Shots and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I forgot. So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcast, and take a listen. This is Mike's computer. I really think you need to listen to Geekiest Show Ever. Melissa, Elisa and Mike work really hard to make a good podcast that will last the test of time. They are smart, informative and concise. Who am I kidding? They show up and talk for an hour or so and I have to listen to their dribble. I beg you listen to the podcast so I feel like my life has meaning and I won't go into a kernel panic and end it all. Listen to the geekiest show ever on the MyMac Podcasting Network. listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. Thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time.